North Omaha History Podcast made possible by our patrons Jay Hanna, Wanda Lewis, Ian Schneider, Lori Schwartz, Christine Gerber, Jody Lavallo, Jim Collison, and Great Plains Black History Museum, open Thursday through Saturday, 1 to 5 at 2221 North 24th Street. Please go to patreon.com slash Omaha and become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. We'll give you a free gift. Welcome to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Each week, Adam takes you on a guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past. The Walnut Hill Reservoir was built as part of the original Omaha Waterworks in 1882. Working with gravity, the reservoir drew water from the Missouri River near downtown, bringing it uphill to North 40th and Hamilton Streets. Within a decade of construction, that system was changed so that the water was drawn from the Florence Waterworks to Walnut Hill and distributed from there. And, you know, Adam, it's uh, been in the news lately. Tell, tell us more about the Walnut Hill Reservoir. Imagine, Steve, a piece of Omaha infrastructure going all the way back to 1882 that the city plans to simply rip out and replace. And now you have the story of the Walnut Hill Reservoir today. But before we get into that in depth, let's go way back. Let's go all the way back to 1882. So here is this, the growing Omaha city sitting right on the edge of the Missouri River with this gigantic water source just pouring right by the city. Now, of course, you have a lead plant right down on the waterfront with a sarco, and you have the UP shops that are gross and polluting down there. But nobody really thought about that very much. They just knew that when they built water intake valves, they should be north of the pollution. So they built some water intake valves right there at the end of California Street. And they pumped in water into the growing city of Omaha starting in the 1880s. Well, they needed to connect the dots. And so they ran the piping up Cumming Street all the way to the top of Walnut Hill. This was land that belonged to a guy named Sam Mercer, Doc Sam Mercer. And Mercer had a gigantic chunk of land up there. It belonged to some of the city's first settlers. Uh, and when he picked it up, he planted out a gigantic and beautiful sprawling neighborhood around himself. And he ran the streetcar up the hill. Well, why, why not put in piping and run water all over the place too? So he built the Walnut Hill Reservoir in partnership with uh, the water company. And, and they connected that, like you said, a decade later with the Florence Waterworks. This reservoir, though, wasn't just any hole of, in the hole of water in the ground. Instead, they decided to make it into a park. And man, they splurged. They went all out. They built these gigantic concrete fixtures all over the park area, all over the reservoir itself, and really invited Omaha to come and look at where their water was coming from. So eventually, three pools were built at the top of the hill, of, of Walnut Hill. And these pools became the reservoir. They were the reservoir, and they held millions of gallons of water. Uh, there was a Mercer Park that was sitting right to the south of Walnut Hill Reservoir. And then right below that, there was Bemis Park. Well, why not make the Walnut Hill Reservoir as beautiful as either of the parks or even more beautiful? So by the 1920s, they had added this gigantic concrete pergola. They had arched entryways into the water station's uh, mechanical area. 
and then they put in a water fountain. By the 1930s, they put in another water fountain. And basically, this Walnut Hill Reservoir had a view of the Missouri River that would knock your socks off. In the 1930s, when the Works Progress Administration published the, corn, the Guide to the Cornhusker State to promote tourism in Nebraska, they mentioned the Walnut Hill Reservoir specifically because of its view of the entire Missouri River Valley. Well, this wasn't a cheap thing. Uh, it started way back in the 80s with $10,000 worth of sidewalks, streets, trees, and flowers all around the park. At the entrance to the park, at, at the entrance to the reservoir at 38th and Lafayette Streets, there was a massive stone walkway with huge stairs that led the walkers to the top of the highest hill, to the top of Mercer Hill itself. And there was a wrought iron fence that came around the reservoir eventually, and a gate that was just magnificent. And then they topped it off. By the 1940s, they had installed a beautiful fountain. Two beautiful fountains. One was a smaller one, but the bigger one was magnificent. The reservoir could hold 11 million gallons by that point, and they wanted to really show people, hey, this is a waterworks, baby. This is something special. So they built in this gigantic water fountain, shooting up water from the, from the middle of a big pool. The pool is about 50 feet across. They lined it with colored lights, and they shot the colored lights into the water as it flowed up. In the 1940s, 50s, and 60s, it was a magnificent view, and people loved it. Uh, by 1947, those three pools at Walnut Hill were pumping water for the entire mid-city area, um, all, all the way from 72nd Street all the way east downtown. I mean, it was just a magnificent flow. And the Walnut Hill Reservoir really was regarded as a landmark, I mean, as a very special place. There's beautiful stories of lovers taking long walks with the lightning bugs flying around them and crickets chirping in the background in the middle of a hot summer night. They'd see that fountain and they'd look at the lights and they'd take it all in. There's other stories of kids who used to escape the urban din going on around them and get to the fountain to cool off in the middle of a hot summer day with humidity and sweat all over. That big fountain certainly did feel like something special. But you know, the the Walnut Hill Reservoir wasn't always perfect. In 1909, a whole bunch of people in the middle of the city got sick. Not just a little sick, but really, really sick. They, After a lot of uh, investigation, uh, this, the city waterworks officials ended up discovering that Mill Creek, which is just north of Florence, uh, was pumping the outage from farmhouses outhouses along Mill Creek. It was pumping it into the Florence Waterworks and that uh, outhouse sewage was getting pumped through the city system all the way down into the Walnut Hill Reservoir. And that contamination was making people really, really sick. So they ended up moving the water intake valve so it was north of the creek. And then they ended up rechanneling the creek and ending its flow altogether. And today there's no sign of Mill Creek. But what there is, is still the Walnut Hill Pumping Station. The pumping station itself was a gigantic machine that basically sucked the water in from all these different parts of Omaha, primarily the Florence Waterworks, and it sucked it in and regurgitated it right in to fill up those reservoirs. People really had a lot of positive sentiment about the reservoir. You know, they loved it so much that they ended up building a lot of boulevards right around there to really take advantage of the beauty. John A. Creighton Boulevard is within three blocks of the Walnut Hill Reservoir. The Glenwood Road is within two blocks of the 
Reservoir, the Lincoln Boulevard, the Mercer Boulevard, they're all packed coming to the reservoir. Lafayette Street itself is really a boulevard in disguise with its median running between 36th and 38th Street. So the Walnut Hill Reservoir was really seen as something special and pretty. In 1915, there was a big fire that took out the majority of the pumping station, the old pumping station. So they rebuilt it, and this time they added this glorious fountain that I'd mentioned earlier and really turned Walnut Hill into Inspiration Point. With the pergola and uh, with the, the park-like setting and the beautiful sidewalk and all of these exquisite two exquisite fountains and the viewing platform overlooking downtown in the Missouri Valley, it really was a magnificent thing. Those lights on the fountain were turned off for World War II uh, because of the possibility of bombers bombing the area with the light enemy bombers, right? But uh, they were restored after and then turned off again in the 60s. You know, an interesting thing started to happen in the 1970s. Uh, Mercer Park uh, that and that whole area around it to the west and Bemis Park and the whole area of the Bemis Park Landmark Heritage District uh, they really started to transition and change from being neighborhoods that were packed with middle-class and upper-class white families into becoming apartments and neighborhoods that had people of color and low-income people moving in. And white flight really took hold, but the people in Bemis Park struggled against it and worked and worked to develop a neighborhood that would be both integrated uh, in terms of economics and race but also sustain its beauty because the Bemis Park neighborhood has all these historical houses and the value of a place like the Walnut Hill Reservoir itself. In 1981, the Walnut Hill Reservoir was designated an American water landmark by the National Waterworks Association. And even though they got that award, it wasn't enough to keep Walnut Hill in good repair. In the 70s and 80s, the city of Omaha just stopped working it as much as they did. They didn't maintain the flowers. They didn't maintain the concrete. They didn't keep the good looks up and they turned the fountains off. By the 1980s, late 80s, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, um, we went to walk around Walnut Hill. There wasn't really a lot to look at. It's kind of a crappy place. In the thousands, a big fence was put up all the way around the reservoir themselves. And uh, even though people were playing baseball down at the park area, they, most people just stop going to Walnut Hill for the fun of it. Uh, the neighborhood's changes and different things that were going on just really made it unattractive, along with the city of Omaha kind of divesting their resources from the reservoir. Then, it's 2018 now, and we just received announcement that the city of Omaha plans to close the Walnut Hill Reservoir. Apparently, it's not needed for the water ser services anymore. Uh, the Metropolitan Utilities District is relying primarily on Florence Waterworks and on a pair of water treatment plants out on the Elkhorn River for all their water sourcing. And the reservoir is just derelict. So uh, the stairs have become a little bit crumbling and grass is crowding over the sidewalks. Uh, trees reach over the pathways and the beautiful flowers, they're mostly gone. They have done some repair on the fountains and brought them back and they're beautiful to look at again. but with a baseball diamond behind them and the park kind of just looking like a big grassy field, it's not really a lot to go and look at anymore. So now they plan to tear out the reservoir. Uh, we received word from a couple different sources that are talking about this. They're holding planning meetings and really beginning to look at how to use that corner 
which is at the intersection, the southeast intersection of North 40th and Hamilton streets. And they're looking at how to reuse it in an interesting way that would benefit the community. Who knows what that means? If it's going to be a commercial development, a new tall tower, or some kind of continuation of the park and maybe just filling in the holes from the reservoir and adding grass, I'm not sure. It's hard to say. I advocate to keep the waterworks plant in place, that beautiful concrete waterworks, and add the pergola back and bring back some of that beauty, that, that grandeur that used to be the Walnut Hill Reservoir. But in the meantime, only the future is going to show us what it holds. Maybe we'll get colored lights back into the fountains, or maybe it'll all be ripped out. It's hard to say. That's the story of the Walnut Hill Reservoir. Thanks for listening to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Join us next week as Adam takes you on another guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past.